Good morning, Macomb, and wherever else you may be listening to, it is Monday, February 17th, and it is just about 8 a.m., so you know what time that is. It is A&A at 8 on 88.3 The Dog. I am Austin Gillentine. And I am Andrew Stevens. Our second straight show on a holiday, technically. Yeah. Uh, we had Valentine's Day on Friday, and now it's President's Day. So why, why is there no school today? Why is there no school? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, technically... WIU is in session, but we had Lincoln's birthday off because yeah, this is true. Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> um, starting off the show with some A and A Q and A. Yes. Uh, which question do you want to do first? I want to talk about this Kobe Bryant one because um, it's well, pretty I'll, in-depth question yeah, here. What's your opinion on Commissioner Silver's decision to change the All Star MVP award to the Kobe Bryant All Star MVP award? Is it fair to the other legends of the NBA, or do you think Kobe Bryant represents all NBA legends fairly? So I'm all on board with the Kobe Bryant, um, like, remembering Naming Kobe. him for the award. Well, no, no, no. Well, well, okay, so naming an award after him. I don't think it should have been the All-Star Game MVP. I think they should have made their own, like, season award for Kobe, like the Mamba Award. The Mamba Mentality. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I just feel like the All-Star Game MVP is kind of like a not really that big of an award that, you know, like Kobe is like means so much more than just the All-Star Game. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think the All-Star Game is above and beyond what, like comparable to like the Pro Bowl yeah. or something like that. Um, plus, I get it because Kobe's tied for the most All-Star Game MVPs. Yeah. Which it kind of makes sense, but... As far as saying, is it fair to the other legends, or do you think it represents all legends fairly? I wouldn't say that, but I get it for like the the context, right? Like, like I understand the point of it. Yeah. I get it, like what what they were going for, but I think it should be like a like there should be a season award, like the Mamba Mentality yeah. Award yeah. or something like that. Because like yeah, he. He won four All-Star Game MVPs. He won a dunk contest. Um, he was, I think, I think he's second in All-Star appearances as well um, with 18. So he definitely was a big part of All-Star Weekend every year. Right. But, yeah, I think it's, I'd say it's fair, but... Yeah, it'd be cool to see, like, a season award. Like, yeah. give it to the player who showed the most, like, heart. Yeah, the most fire. Yeah. The, most, the, the most competitive So, player. if that was an award, who would we give it to there this season? It almost would be, like, a secondary MVP award, I feel like. Maybe to, like, the best player on a bad team. It's kind of like, uh, like the actual, like, most valuable. Instead of just the, you know, because MVP is kind of just the best player. Yeah. But who's, like, the actual most valuable player to a roster? Right. Like, maybe it's Zach Levine because, you know, without him, the Bulls would be even worse. Right. Maybe it's Zion. Yeah. Because without him, no one would talk about the Pelicans. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see that. That's That'd be cool. Have a mama mentality yeah. award. Yeah. I like it. All right. The second question is kind of interesting. What do you think about President Trump driving around the racetrack at Daytona? I thought it was kind of cool. Like, when you think about it, so you have NASCAR – the Daytona 500, and then you have the president drive like <laughs> like driving around the racetrack. What like could you get any more American than that? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I didn't even know about this until I, I had to look it up once we got that question. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think that's definitely you know a cool thing. You know, driving around the track, and I think that was the first president to ever drive around the track. Right for this. Um, I was trying to look and see who was some of the past people to do it where I'm guessing it's a lot of like no NASCAR people. Yeah. Um let's see. JJ Watt did it last year. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh yeah, some NASCAR drivers. Owen Wilson did it one year. Hey. Vince Vaughn, Chris Evans. So, you're, so Trump is joining some pretty elite companies. Michael Bay, <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Yeah, so that's just some of the recent ones. Uh, so yeah, kind of a weird mix of people, I guess. 
but kind of cool. I thought it was cool. All right, that's we only had two questions this week. You want to talk about NBA All-Star Weekend? Yeah, let's dive into it. We had NBA I'm, All-Star Weekend. I'm mad. You're mad. I'm mad. What part? The let's dunk, start with dunk that. dunk contest. Gordon says he's never doing it again. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Because he got robbed twice now. And actually, I was hearing about it was an error by the judges. Oh, really? They meant to give um, uh, Jones in the last dunk, they meant to give him the same score as Gordon so that they could do a tiebreaker and then judge their entire body of work. But they added up the numbers wrong and gave him a 48. (laughs) So it wasn't. So, yeah. It was an accident. They meant to tie it, which makes me even more <laughs> mad. Just say it's a tie then. Just give them both 50s. I what? feel like they give out 50s like they're like they're free now. I mean, not to take away from the dunks. They need to add point fives or something because yeah. not every dunk is a 50. Because like, I think, how many dunks did they do? Six each? Yeah. And Gordon got five 50s, I yeah. think. Yeah. His only non-50 was the one where he d- jumped over Taco Fall. I thought that one was better than a couple of his other ones. He didn't ones. even, like, push off of him. He jumped no. over him. Like, yeah, his, like... Like, his, yeah, he hit his head a yeah. little bit, but <laughs> he still jumped over a 7-foot-5 mad, like, and that got a 47. Yeah. Like, he, I think he repeated a dunk, and that got a 50. Yeah. Um, but not to take away from Derek Jones, he was pretty awesome, too. He had some high... F- he. He he had more like power behind his dunks. I feel like yeah. See, here's the thing. I thought the dunk contest was about creativity. Yeah, and like in recent years, it hasn't been that creative. But and Aaron Gordon, I don't know, has done some of the most creative dunks I've ever seen. Like, the, I really like that one where he kind of caught it and just spun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and did a 360 type where, thing where it like hit off the side of the backboard. Yeah, yeah that was super cool. Uh, Derek Jones, I think, did the first off the backboard jump over someone alley-oop type thing really he did one of those between the legs uh he had that that windmill from one step inside the free throw line that was really cool eh. it, it looked awesome in i've slow seen that before though a like, windmill everyone's seen those kind of dunks yeah you had to do it in chicago plus yeah. he wore the miami vice jersey it was cool but like bro give me something like they got to start letting more props in like trampolines and stuff bro like or more people yeah like they used to do eight or six, I think. Yeah, like, dude, how about like a like get springboarded from the three point line, <laughs> and then like between the legs seven twenty tomahawk dunk like something, bro. Dwight Howard did bring out the cape and the Superman. Yeah, Superman shirt. Uh, so we did get to see that. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't see any of the dunks Pat Connaughton did. No, me either. I didn't, I, I, uh, I only caught the last couple yeah. of rounds, but I I did go back and see Gordon and Jones dunks. We were both wrong about the celebrity game. No, Will. I thought you picked Wilbon. I thought I picked. No, I think I flipped my pick oh, last minute. Oh yeah. But uh, Common went off for Team Wilbon. Uh, Spice Adams got swatted. I saw <laughs> that was that. so funny. Cream Bigums didn't look so good in that game. <laughs> Hey, he did hit a few shots. <laughs> um, yeah, Quavo, was he the MVP? Or who was the, it was oh, common. common. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked – I it's just fun to watch. You saw Stephen A out there pregame getting buckets. Dude, Stephen A got a tee. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, How do you get teed up in the All-Star I game? I think it was towards the end because he was – Mad about something. <laughs> um, yeah, that was his fir- that first, was the ever first ever technical. In, in celebrity game history. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ronnie Two K put up the worst layup I've ever seen in my life. I didn't see it. He he went up like under the basket and went off the bottom of the rim. Oh. <laughs> um, and people were saying he has to drop his rating. <laughs> uh, but yeah, not a high scoring game, but it's a shorter game, I think. We were wrong on both skills challenge and the three-point contest. Yeah. I I, you didn't pick Adebayo, did you? No. I picked Beverly. And I picked – dude, Booker was in the finals for the three-point <laughs> contest. I picked Trey Young. And uh, he had it. And Heald hit that money ball at the end. Yeah, to, to win, win it. it that yeah. was – yeah, because he missed the one right before it, so it came down to that one. Yeah. And he won. And then Heat won in all kinds of – Thanks here at All Star Weekend. Yeah, I know. 
uh, with Bam out of bio winning the skills challenge. So that makes three of the last five skills challenge winners big men. Really? You wouldn't really think. Because Carl Anthony Towns and Porzingis also won it in the past couple of years. Don't sleep on those. Usually you think a point guard. Don't sleep on those big men. NBA's trying to get rid of them, but they're here. <laughs> they're they're shooting now. That's how they're staying around. Uh, what else did we have? All-star game. The actual game. Oh, the itself. Rising Stars game. Team oh, USA yeah. won by 20, yeah. which we kind of predicted. Yeah. And the All-Star game, which was really exciting at the end. Like, it just felt, it just feels so different than the Pro Bowl. Yeah. And it's because All-Star Weekend is just this big mid-season event. Like, it's, I always look forward to it every year. Like, the Pro Bowl, it just seems like an extra week for the Super Bowl prep. And... I saw no one some, really cares about the challenges yeah. in the Pro Bowl. No I mean, if like, they actually, like, I don't know. Because, like, this, you got LeBron, you got Giannis, you have Kawhi. Everyone, everyone like, the people who do the dunk contest, the three-point contest, the skills challenge, they care about winning it. Yeah. Like, I want to win this, you know? No one cares about the precision passing in the Pro Bowl. And the dodgeball. Yeah, no one. I mean, if the NBA did a dodgeball, I'd watch that. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I think it's just because the difference All-Star Weekend is just a different feeling. It's just a different sport, so they're more willing to, like, do these fun things in football it's like yeah and you can't really do that mid-season because you know they're not going to give like a whole bye week for both teams yeah or all teams but that the way the nba has it set up it just works and the all-star game came down to like everybody was playing like it was that game seven of the finals <laughs> Like, we had Giannis go up and block LeBron on th- off the backboard right yeah. next to the rim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're almost losing a microphone over yeah, there. Literally. Uh, we had uh, – there was a charge called on James Harden. So, <laughs> so right at the end, James Harden, he gets the ball. He goes – he, like, kind of runs through – I forgot if it's Chris Paul or – nah, not Chris Paul. Kyle Lowry, I think. And Lowry falls on the floor. He shoots the three. They call it, like – kind of late and he makes a three that would have won it oh i mean they ended up winning anyway but yeah he got called for a charge and everyone was like hype and then the team Giannis kept missing shots so then lebron goes up for that easy dunk they get a foul on anthony davis one free throw wins it he misses the first oh <laughs> so they're because like, lebron right when davis got fouled he's like it's over he was saying it's over <laughs> davis misses the first one everybody's like uh-oh is he gonna blow it no he makes the second to win but Dude, I, I just like that they... I liked how they did the target score thing. Yeah. That was kind of cool because I felt like it made them kind of try harder. Because they're just, going for a certain score. You're not just playing out the clock, you know? Do you see the end of the, the Rising Stars game? The last... the Literally, like, the last quarter just turned into a dunk contest. Yeah, Miles Bridges. He was on fire. He did a alley-oop to himself off the backboard between the legs, I think. Yeah. In the game. Yeah. <laughs> Zion or dude, yeah, Zion, Zion was going up for dunks. Dude, he missed like th- like three or four <laughs> like really cool dunks. Yeah, I want to see Zion on the dunk contest. Yeah, put John Morant in there, Miles Bridges. So he I got good talent. I didn't know that they were teammates in AAU ball. Who? Ja and uh, yeah. Zion. Because like after the, the game, after the game, Zion was like, "Yeah, that was like high school all over again." Me and Ja. I was like, "Dang, that I'd be scared to play that high school team." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then afterwards, I think they had an all-star roast. Did they? Yeah, after the all-star game. I didn't even know about that. It just came on afterwards. I was like, okay. Watch a little bit of this. But, yeah, another impressive all-star weekend, I'd say. And I can't wait for the next one, yeah. even though it's a year away. All-star weekend's always really cool. It's time to talk about America's new favorite sport. MLB? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, we're talking XFL. XFL, baby. Another... Solid weekend. I didn't get to catch much of the games because we had to work and to work a basketball game. But. And then yesterday I was just busy, dude. I was so so. For those who don't know, there's a Play XFL app, and you can oh yeah pick pick scores, pick your scores. Oh, I can't. you pick the well, yeah, you pick the winner. But I can't look at my old scores, dude. I was so close on all my picks. Really? This week? Did you win anything? No, I didn't win any money. Uh, how how many people win? Is like the top. So perfect 100. score for the gets the most gets a hundred thousand dollars if you pick every game right. 
Did anyone get that? No. Oh. And then the top performers, it depends on how many people there are. Like, I know the top people in this one each split, like, 200 bucks each. Dang. And I was, like, a couple points off on every game. And it hurt me because I wanted money. <laughs> But no, I was super close on the Dragons Vipers. I did uh what did I what did I send you? Twenty three to nine or twenty four to nine or whatever? Because what did it end up being? Seventeen to nine. Yeah, you said I think you said twenty three to nine. And then Dallas, um against Los Angeles, I did twenty seven to fifteen and it was twenty eight oh. to or it was twenty five to eighteen. You might get it next week. DC DC wasn't very close. They just killed New York. Cardale, MVP. Um, so, yeah, now we only have two undefeated teams left, Houston and D.C. Don't they play soon? Uh, possibly. Houston and D.C.? Yeah. They play in week... Oh, not great. Not for a while. They play in week seven. Vipers are going to Houston next week. Oh, no, no, Houston's going to Tampa. Finally get that home opener. <laughs> oh, against Houston. Yeah. St. Louis plays New York. Um, Renegades play the Dragons, and Defenders play L.A. We might have to start doing XFL power rankings because there's only eight teams. I think right now I'd say Houston DC and, and Houston are kind of tied. I, I don't know. I put Houston up above DC. And then L.A. and Vipers are tied for last. <laughs> Fire Trestman. Literally, dude. But no, he got four one and one teams. DC had like three or four turnovers or takeaways in that game against New York. Matt McGloin looked awful after looking really good last week. And I don't know if you saw. Oh wait, no, we were working the game. I told you about it. His uh, halftime interview. <laughs> he was mad. <laughs> he was like, "I don't want to talk to you." Yeah, like he was like, "We need to change the whole game plan at halftime." Losing stuff over there I today. Know. <laughs> um, I don't know. DC looks like they have the best defense to me so far. I mean, Houston got the best offense. Yeah. I called it. I said DC was going to get another pick six. And they did. Yep. Didn't they? Yep. So how many weeks in a row is DC going to have a pick six? Ten. No. I don't <laughs> know what that means. Ten weeks in a row. Maybe like four or five. Uh, Seattle and Tampa was, it looked like which team, it was about which team wanted to lose more. Neither team really, like Tampa was down in their own, inside their own 10 and flowers through that pick six. Like literally the, the defensive lineman, as flowers was going to throw the ball, just rips the ball like out of his hand pretty much. Like as he's throwing it and they called it an interception. I mean, like, and took it back for a touchdown. St. Louis had 83 offensive plays. 83. See, that, that system. 4.7 yards of play. That system that they're trying to put in where to make the games, like, more plays but take less time, it's working. Yeah. Vipers had 70 plays. They only scored <laughs> nine points. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, we saw our first ever three-point extra point. Yeah, wasn't that Los Angeles? I think so, yeah. DC. Did I was the, waiting to see when we'd get one. DC did the first double forward pass. Did we have an onside kick yet? No. Dang. Uh, I'm ready for it. PJ Walker still looking like the MVP so far. It depends on know, what Cardale. camp you're in. If you're, if, or you're PJ. In, if you're in the 12 gauge camp or you're. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, MVPJ. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, MVPJ. Well, well, you were talking before the show. I said uh, PJ Walker's going to win MVP, jump over to the Colts and win that starting job. See, I feel like I feel like he like unironically has the the best like skill set that could transfer over to the NFL. And he like was just in the NFL. Right. But like Colts actually let him go. Actually get to play in the NFL. Yeah, cuz so far we've seen that the quarterbacks are at a premium. Like I mean even in the NFL they are but even more in the XFL. Cuz we have what maybe 2-3 Maybe four that have been consistently. Uh, I would say two. I mean, yeah. Uh, Jordan Ta- Tamu, how do you say He's that? A, yeah, he was. He looks. He, he looks okay. He threw a couple picks this week, but I'd say the top tier of like, XFL quarterbacks Walker is and Walker Cardale. Because then you have you're already on 
Guardians put their backup in. Marquise yeah. Williams. Yeah. McGloin's not good. I mean, he was um, good week one. We had Taylor Cornelius, whoever that is. No. <laughs> we had, you know, Landry Jones hasn't been what he – he didn't look great. I mean, he completed a good amount of his passes, but – They won. Josh Johnson, who wasn't that good either. Yeah, I don't <laughs> – I don't know. Let's bring, like, who's a quarterback that could come play in this league? Yeah, but are they going to want to play for that money? I know, but, like, just, like, kind of, like, spec- like kind of, like, if any, if you could see anyone that's, like, not, not in the NFL. Stick. Oh, well, he's on the Chargers. He could start this year. Uh, Stidham. Jarrett Stidham. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brett Hundley. Sean McGuire. He could. Hey, he could possibly start for the CFL this year. Yeah. Their quarterback got signed by the Cardinals. Really? Strevler. I think he was – because I think their top quarterback went to free agency, and then that guy went to the Cardinals. So, like, they have two quarterbacks now, and one of them's McGuire. Come to the XFL, Sean. <laughs> Johnny Manziel. He can't play in the XFL. Oh. Because he has a felony. That's right. <laughs> well, Sorry, Johnny Manziel. Yep, you can't play in the XFL. You have to go play somewhere else. He he already played in what the AAF, the CFL, the Spring League, NFL. That's already four leagues he's played in. Give him an exception, Vince. <laughs> Put him in the XFL. Let's see, like, uh, I don't know. It'd be funny just to like see some different, like different, like a, I don't know. Like, have someone who's retired come play in Get XFL. Josh McCown in the XFL. <laughs> Get uh, He's played on more NFL teams than there are XFL teams. <laughs> Get Ryan Fitzpatrick in the XFL. Fitzmagic. Go out a champion. Dude, he could tear up the XFL. Oh, yeah. If his line gives him enough time. Yeah. And if his receivers can get open. Which um, they Chase Daniel. Mitchell Trubisky. No. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to see Mitch in the XFL. Oh. <laughs> That's just It's just sad. <laughs> um Yeah, it was a pretty good week. Hopefully quarterback play gets a little better. You haven't really heard much about the running game even though there's been some solid performances. No, I mean it's really Nobody's a, really going over 100 yards. It's really a passing league. Yeah. I mean, I think we have, like, what, one or two 100-yard games? In this through. league, you don't run to set up the pass. You pass <laughs> to set up the pass. <laughs> you get picks to set up the pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we'll preview week three on Friday. Yeah, a should be more. a good week. Only two undefeated teams left. Will they be undefeated heading into that week seven game? No. No? This league is too crazy for that to happen. I honestly believe any team could win any week. I don't I mean, know. For now, that I mean, I don't know about the the Vipers hey. or the Wildcats. They haven't won yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Will we have a undefeated team or a winless team? Just, just wait. The Vipers are going to pull this upset on Houston this week. Is there a way to look at league leaders and stats? I guess not. <laughs> I thought they'd have it on their website. Step up your stat game. Come on, XFL. What about... Oh, no, not on ESPN either. It's just a mystery. You have to add it up yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy had 300 yards, and then in this game... <laughs> I think Walker has the most yards yeah. and touchdowns. Um, Are you serious? There's no way to look at stats? Yeah, I looked, and there's no... There's, like, no tab on the website. <laughs> they don't have, like, league leaders or anything. Standings? No... This is stupid. XFL, put your stats on your website. No stats, huh? And then, like, if you look it up, XFL stat leaders, the second or the third thing that comes up is the 2001 stat leaders. Bruh. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, can we rant about MLB really quick? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we didn't get to talk about this on Friday. This, This made me mad. Um... We had the Astros issue their public apology. Which was just... Air quotation. Awful. 
absolutely awful. They're sorry that they got caught, and pretty they, much. <laughs> and they will hope to not get caught again is basically what it... <laughs> Who was it that said it didn't affect the game? The and owner. then went later and said it... The I owner. didn't say it didn't affect the, the game. Owner. Jim the owner. Jim The new owner or the previous? Well, the, well, they fired their GM. Oh, that's right. The Jim Crane, the owner, said, yeah, it didn't... I don't think it affected the game. <laughs> then 30 seconds later said... I didn't say it didn't affect the game. Pick a side. Pick a pick a story. Either it did or it didn't, or you said it <laughs> he, didn't. He got his two uh, different scripts messed yeah. next together. And he was like sweating the entire the entire conference. Like, don't put out a press conference. Like, don't put together this big old press conference if you're just going to say the same things you've been saying all off season. And you're not going to change what you're saying at all. And you're going to have your players look like idiots. And you're going to have them. <laughs> Just basically toe the company line and defend themselves instead of actually issue a real heartfelt apology for ruining a season, a World Series. Then the Red Sox cheated, but no one's paying attention to that. And they probably cheated last year, but no, the oh, it only happened in 2017. No, it did not. It happened in both seasons. No one's caring. Manfred needs to get fired. He's the worst commissioner in the history of sports. He's worse than Roger Goodell. He doesn't care about baseball. He Yesterday, he literally just called the World Series tro- trophy a hunk of metal. What is your deal, dude? Do you not even like baseball? Like, I don't understand what is going on here. Like, am I, like, in bizarro world? Like, I don't understand what is happening. This is going to turn into a moment of the week. What is what is going rant, on with rant baseball? Of the week. What is going on with baseball right now? Why does it's, no one care about it's it? losing interest. Why does the commissioner of the actual sport not even care about it? It's just a piece of metal. <laughs> right. No. Like, I don't get it. And then you had Carlos Correa's little video interview clip. Dude. Did you see that? Yeah. Carlos Cre- Correa said, needs to shut up. Because it was what, Cody Bellinger said something on Twitter? Yeah, here. About if, y'all, if y'all haven't heard this yet. If it'll play. It'll, if it'll play. <laughs> oh, there's an ad. Hold up. We got to get through this ad. Yeah, we're going to play this little part of an interview where he's kind of defending Jose Altuve's actions. Oh, he didn't wear a buzzer. Yeah. He but definitely then he, then wore he a goes buzzer. on to say, did we have an advantage? Yeah. Do we feel bad about it? Yeah. Okay. Here's Here it is. Here's the quote. Nobody wants to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about this. Jose Altuve was the one guy that didn't use the trash can. A few times that the trash can was banged was without his concern, consent, and he will go inside the clubhouse, inside the dugout to whoever was banging the trash can, and he will get pissed. He will get mad. He will say, I don't want this. I can hit like this. Don't you do that to me. He played the game clean. The data of the banks that's on the on Twitter or whatever, it shows it. Um, Altuve played clean the whole year. When you look at Altuve's numbers on the road, he hit 400 on the road. He didn't see nobody of the MVP. He earned that MVP. 2019, nobody wore buzzers. Nobody wore buzzers. That's a lie. The reason Jose Altuve didn't want to get his shirt ripped off, I'm going to tell you. Earlier in the year, he hit a walk-off at Middle May Park. I ripped off his shirt with Tony Kemp. There is pictures of that. There is videos of that. You can go look at it. I ripped off his shirt. His wife told my wife, why is Carlos ripping Altuve's shirt? Like, I don't like that. I don't like that. So when he's walking... So he's running from third base to home plate. He's te- I'm the guy up front. I'm the guy up front. The first one waiting for him. He's like, don't take my shirt off. The second reason that he don't, he don't want me to talk about this, but I'm going to say it, is because he got an unfinished tattoo on his collarbone right here that honestly looked terrible. It was a bad tattoo. And he didn't want sh- nobody to see it. He didn't want to show it at all. What we did in 2017, yeah, it was a light, a, 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 an advantage. Yeah, it was wrong. Yeah, we feel bad about it because it it's completely, it's, it's just bad. It's just bad. It's a bad look for organization. It's a bad look for us players. But I'm here to tell you, Jose Altuve earned that MVP. That's his MVP. And nobody can take that away from him. <laughs> Bunch of crap. So how, mu- how much do you, that do you believe? None of it. Absolutely none I of like it. I like how you said, did we have an advantage? Yeah. Do we feel bad about it? Yeah. I watched a video. It was John Boy Media. I don't know if you know him. He does the baseball breakdowns, and he basically was one of the main people who broke this whole Astros cheating scandal. He had someone on there who is professional at breaking down lies. And in the post-game interview, after uh, Altuve hit that walk-off home run, and he's saying, don't tear off my jersey. 
uh, Rosenthal asks him, and he goes, what? Like, to have him repeat the question, because if you're a liar, you're going to ask them to repeat the question so you have more time to think about it. And then he said he tries to brush it off. He laughs. So he tries to make it not a serious thing. And then he says, oh, I, my wife doesn't want me to do it. Oh, it's embarrassing. He says two different reasons. He says two different reasons. He's a liar. Jose Altuve wore a buzzer, and the Astros wore buzzers. They had buzzers on their bats. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm tired of this cover-up. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, it's like, honestly how ridiculous. Do you, how does the league recover from this? It's like, because this is all you hear about now for baseball. Fire? I don't. You can't even fire the commissioner, right? He just has to resign. I mean, there's got to be a board of, like, people in the MLB that could fire the commissioner. Yeah, because literally who can? <laughs> I guess it's got to be a board like, of somebody. Can the owners come together and just, like, uh, like if they all agree, can they? Yeah, but you think the owners are no. going to fire Manfred, the guy who lets these type of things happen in his league? Because oh, now other teams are going to do it. You're right. And it's going to turn into who, who can who can cheat the best. best. Yeah. <laughs> Major League Cheat Ball. <laughs> MLC. Um, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, you just had to get that ran out. And I'm like, and I'm. It, what sucks is I'm excited for the season. Like, there's like a new like dawn of baseball about to like come. Like the sock, the White Sox are going to be good, and like. Hopefully the the little power trip that was going on in Houston kind of got broken up because Garrett Cole is somewhere else. The Yankees are going to be good again, of course. But just like I feel like baseball might actually be good this season and it's going to get totally overshadowed by this whole cheating thing and the commissioner not giving any care to the game that he is in charge of. And I think we have spring games starting like yeah. next week. Next week spring so training. So we'll have starts. some MLB to put in spring our spring training. To put in our quick picks. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess we'll leave MLB so we don't have any more ranting. I'm done for now. I'm done. You said to get that out. Yeah. Uh, NFL, not much going on right now. It's kind of like a dead time, but we did have some, some notable players get released to save some cap room. Yeah. Prayer for free agency. I guess the biggest would be Josh Norman. Yeah. Being let go, he obviously isn't as good as he was. I think he was only really good for a couple of years in Carolina. Got he, dude, he got burned on like every play. Yeah. Will someone sign him? Probably. No. Probably. Watch the tape. Camp. Watch the tape. I mean, I guess he was a sixth round pick for or whatever he was for a reason. Yeah. They also let go of Paul Richardson, who they just signed this past free agency, I think. Which. It's just new, new, new leadership. So that's probably the yeah. reason. Uh, Ravens let go of Tony Jefferson, a guy who I wouldn't mind having because we're losing Clinton Dix and Deion Bush possibly. Take him. So, I mean, he's not that old. He's like Texans 30. release Hargreaves. <laughs> After they signed him or During traded season. for him or something. During the season. Yeah. So he didn't last long. Does he go anywhere? Probably. <laughs> who needs him? Someone who needs a fourth string corner or something. I don't know about fourth string, but <laughs> Niners? Maybe. Niners could try about. Maybe. I saw the Niners sign someone on the 13th and let him go on the 14th. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Valentine's just their, their like, end-of-season signings. I was like, oh. Because I was looking through to see if there's any more. I was like, wow, one day. One day as a Niner. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need some upgrades. That'll come up soon in free still, agency. Still the AJ Green talk. I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we'll definitely have to do a preview of free agency once it gets closer. We still got about and we'll have four a weeks. draft special. Talk still about a ways maybe away. do a first round like ro- first round mock special yeah, where we yeah, go yeah. over each pick and yeah, yeah. and then and also talk about team also, needs. We should team. also talk about what teams we think would trade for a pick. Yeah, like kind of put that in the mock. A lot of people do mocks and they like actually take a like a pick like they pick a player for a team that's obviously going to trade yeah. the, their pick. You know. Because I hear a lot about the Lions trading out. I don't know if they would. I mean, they're just going to trade down like two spots to yeah. Miami. We've heard about what maybe the Chargers trading out. I think they're going to take a quarterback. But they they say they want – maybe this whole we feel confident in Tyrod Taylor is a smokescreen. Yeah, I think it is. No one should be confident in Tyrod Taylor. Because now you see – I think there's been like four or five different quarterbacks in the first round projected. Yeah. You have 
obviously Joe Burrow, who should go number Tua. one. Tua. Tua. I've seen Jordan Love pop up yeah. around top ten even. Herbert. Justin Herbert. And who is the other one? Oh, my God. I'm blanking on East, it right Not Eason. No, from Oklahoma. Hurts? Yeah. I don't know how he goes first round. No? I think people are scared about his just his arm talent and his height. I don't know about his height. Any FC- doesn't, any, height doesn't really matter Any anymore. FCS guy is going to go in the first round? I don't think so. No FCS quarterback? I not quarterback. Maybe if North Dakota State's quarterback was declaring. But he has at least two more years. Um, yeah, he's good. He's really good. He's kind of like if he works on his arm more. Because right now he kind of just hands the ball off or runs. I mean, he didn't throw any picks, though. Yeah. And he threw, like, what, 20-something touchdowns. At least that um, means he's smart with the football. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any FCS players. Oh, I know, uh, I know Jake we, Fromm. Jake Fromm. That's oh, who it was. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan loves as high as, like, 13th now. Who's he going to? In saying? this mock on CBS, they say the Colts. That's who I was, yeah, I was going to say the Colts. They're also saying Herbert to the Panthers. Uh, Tua to the Dolphins. Could see that. Jacob Eason, first-round quarterback, according to the CBS, from Washington. Didn't Jordan Love go to Washington, too? No, he went to Utah State. Oh. That's like your small school quarterback yeah, yeah, this yeah. year. Washington? No, Utah oh, State. Oh, Utah State. <laughs> Say Washington. Um, and then there's – I don't see any other quarterbacks. They got the Niners taking Grant Delpit. Really? I wouldn't – at 31, I don't think he'll be there. Uh, I mean, if he's there, take him. Yeah, I don't see him being there. Like, I – Really don't. See we him need that there. secondary help. Yeah, you could get, yeah. If you could get him, like C.J. Henderson, uh, Jalen Johnson, somebody like that. Trade up for Okuda, because you know everyone's taking quarterbacks apparently. Yeah, so, so take up those picks. No one's, no one's working on the Maybe, defense. Now they won't take a running back. I mean, who knows? A running back could fall. We don't need one though. I mean, you could always use another running back in San Francisco. We don't need <laughs> another one. You could have, like, six running backs. Especially if Jet's going to be back. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that's – we'll, we'll have to wait a little bit and talk about NFL stuff. But, yeah. Because it's that sad, dead time of NFL. There's but, nothing, like, <laughs> everyone's just picking at the scraps of, like, what's going on in the NFL. Yeah. See the Raiders are going to offer Brady sixty million. Sixty million. Yeah. Why? Two years, sixty million. Oh, I think he meant for one season. No. I I still don't think he's leaving. He's not leaving. Dude, he's going to the Raiders. He's not leaving. He's going to the Raiders. Why wouldn't? Okay, so here's here's my thing for Tom Brady. You saw Peyton Manning had his little tour of free agency. You saw. Um, who was the other big quarterback that had like a kind of a free agency when he was tour? Older? Yeah. Um, Favre, kind of. Yeah, he just kind of retired, then came back, and retired, and came back. Uh, Drew Brees went to the Saints in free agency. Yeah, but I mean, like when they're like at the end. Yeah, when they've been with it. Oh, um, no. Philip Rivers. <laughs> no. I forget. Manning was probably the biggest. And it's like Brady can outdo that. This is, like, yeah. the biggest, like, yeah, free agency story of all Manning time. When Manning went to the Broncos, he was already pretty. He still won a Super Bowl. Yeah, somehow. That defense, that's why. Yeah. Um, which is which is kind of why the Bears could win one with Brady, I think. He's not going to go to Chicago. <clears throat> you never know. He doesn't like the cold anymore. No. It's not I good mean, on he's, those. He's used to it. It's not good on those old joints. He's going to go to, like, L.A. or something. Going to go to LV, Going to go to baby. Florida. He's going to go to the Bucks. LV. I've called it since the beginning. We'll have to see if this happens, dude. We should do like a like a free agency predictions, like for the big for the top players. Be like, will he resign? Will he go to a what team? We do that for like the top players at each position. Yeah, I'm down. And then predict where our teams will go. All right, twenty minutes left. NBA. 
Basketball bit. Hall of Fame. Basketball Hall of Fame. We already know one person who's already in for sure. I mean, I think it. we know three. Yeah. Well, yeah. They announced Kobe was in. And then I think – I don't know how many votes. I think they just all vote on every player. Yeah. If they're a yes or a no. Yeah. Because there's eight finalists, and they need 18 of 24 votes at least to get in. I think Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan will make it. Yeah. I don't think there's any chance they don't. And the other finalists are... Tamika Catchings. Yep. I think she makes it. I like how the Basketball Hall of Fame is. Like, it's it's just all basketball. Yeah. Because isn't it college, too? Yeah. So... Because you have, like, men's basketball, women's basketball, college. I think maybe a... I don't know about Olympic... Rudy Tomjanovich. The old Rocket. Wasn't he a coach, too? I don't know. I know he played for the Rockets. Oh, he was a two-time champion coach, it says. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember seeing him in 2K as a classic player. <laughs> uh, and then we have some other coaches. Five-time Division Two National Coach of the Year, Barbara Stevens. Three-time National Championship Coach for Baylor, Kim Mulkey. Yep. And then four-time National Coach of the Year, Eddie Sutton. See, I don't know enough about these coaches. Yeah. But I think all the players get in. Most likely, yeah. Like, how does Tamika Catchings not get in? I just remember her being, like, one of the best WNBA players. Yeah. Like, when it first kind of started. Yeah. Didn't she play for, like, Tennessee? Yeah. Or something? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And then they are also doing some awards, like media awards. Like, Michael Wilbon's getting the print media award yeah, yeah, for yeah. the year. And, um... Oh, Inside God. the NBA is getting the Transformative Media Award. That's like one of the best. The announcer media shows. for the NBA, I forget his name. Mike Breen. Yeah, one of the best. He has one of the best calls in sports right now. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, is it the Ray Allen one? No. Or was it just his just his call like oh. bang? Oh, like yeah. That's just. Did he he did that during the Ray Allen shot? Didn't he? Or was that someone else? I don't know. Because I know we were talking about the Ray Allen shot the other day. <laughs> that call. Um. Oh, it has kind of little bios about each person. Sutton is a four-time national coach of the year, eight-time conference coach of the year, and the first team, first coach in NCAA history to lead four different schools to the NCAA tournament. The Hall of Fame Class of 2020 announcement will take place on Saturday, April 4th, from the NCAA Final Four in Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh. I'm ready. March Madness. <laughs> That just I I was watching like a video of like the best college basketball plays in recent history. I was watching like a really cool video the other day. It was like a thirty minute uh, video of like all the NCAA tournament buzzer beaters from like two thousand. Got me so hyped till now. Dude, I'm ready. I was like, it oh starts, my god! The tournament starts on my birthday. And two of Loyola's game winning shots were in there, and I was like, oh, sister man. Jean. Yes. When <laughs> they won, the one shot they I think it was over Miami. It was like a half court. And then they're, when they played Tennessee, dude, I watched both those I games. I wanted them to so win hyped. it all. Yeah. But, yeah, March Madness starts on my birthday, so I'm pretty hyped about that. I think I'm that's ready. when the play-in games start. Western's going to the tournament. That'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, they're like 5-18 and 18 now, so. <laughs> I mean, we're in the – I mean, we're basically in the Summit League tournament, so. You just got to not be the last team. <laughs> yeah. Because there's eight seeds and there's nine teams. So just don't be hey, last. Hey, also a women's tournament. We, we Western might – I don't know if they'll beat South Dakota, but I think they're third in the conference right now. I think now. we might get to the final and then lose. Then we have to play South Dakota and then see what happens there. Yeah. Because did the new AP poll come out for college basketball? Not yet. yet. Isn't it today? Yeah, today at 9 a.m. Dang. So close. Right when we go off the air, check yeah. the new NCAA Top 25. <laughs> Because I think Illinois is going to drop out. Yeah. They've lost a few in a row. Louisville lost. Seton Hall lost. Auburn lost. I still have – I still got high hopes for Auburn in the tournament. Um, Who else lost? There was another team that got upset. Um, Yesterday, no one. San Diego State still undefeated. Yep. Uh, Texas Tech, Butler lost. Oh, yeah. Baylor won. Louisville lost to Clemson. Providence beat Seton Hall. We had Georgetown win. 
They beat Butler. I yep. I took, I should I should have picked the them. Hoyas. Uh, who else? Houston lost. Illinois lost. Auburn Texas lost. Tech lost. LSU lost. Auburn lost. Dude, I was watching um, on Saturday night. I was watching Pepperdine and Gonzaga. They kept it close up until like five minutes left, and then Gonzaga pulled away. Providence now. That's how many wins over ranked teams this season. They have so many for Providence. Yeah. One, We're gonna see two, these, three. They these have three rank, already. These rankings are gonna shake up. Yeah, dude. They have. They yeah, have, they, they have three upsets. Out of their last season. five games, they've beat three ranked teams. That's a team that if they get into the tournament, I don't know if they do. They and, might need to win their. And they still got to play Marquette and Villanova. Just because of their record, I don't think they get in. I don't know because that's such. Maybe a, in at large, if they if they beat if they beat Marquette and Villanova, you gotta possibly put them in. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll go out and win the tournament. Because I, I think they could maybe get in as like a 13 or a 14 seed. Yeah. And then really shake things up in the tourney. I'm excited, dude. It's going to be a good year. I'm excited. All, all Final four, all <laughs> double-digit seeds. I bet that's never happened. No, never. Ever. I don't think a double-digit – oh, no. Was Butler a double-digit when they made the, na- the natty? No, I think they were like an eight or five or something. San Diego State still twenty six and zero. Kennesaw State one and twenty four. Woo! Wow, that's unfortunate. Is that the Mountain West? Who? Kennesaw State. A Sun. Oh, American Sun is that what that is? Western Illinois five and eighteen. Oh wow, they uh, are the fifteenth worst record in basketball. Unfortunately, San Diego State only has three games left in the season. Yeah, because they've already played 26, I think. Yeah. They finish off their slate with UNLV, Colorado Win. State, Win. and Nevada. Win. I think of those three games, the biggest challenge is Colorado State, who are 18-9. and nine. And I think their biggest challenge was this past weekend when they played, was it Boise State that's pretty, that's like second? Boise State was 17-10. and 10. I'm trying to see who was. Um, who was second in the conference. It, it's, oh, it's Utah, Utah State. State. Oh, so Colorado State. They still play. And they play, uh, I think they play Utah State again. Pretty sure. If I could, where? UNLV. Where's the UNLV game at? Are they playing on the road? Um, No, they're at home for the first two and then on the road at Nevada. And they've already beat these teams. UNLV, they beat by four on the road. Colorado State, they beat on the road by 22. Oh, no. And Nevada, they beat at home by 13. I think they're going to – dude, I honestly think they're going to get upset first round. Is this better than the Kawhi Leonard San Diego State team that went to the tournament and lost in, like, the second round? Maybe. But, dude, I just know that they're going to get – they're going to be the first one seed to lose. Oh, yeah, they're going to be a one seed, definitely. And they're going to lose. Either that or they're going to get upset in their conference tournament and then be like a... A two or three. Yeah. Yeah, who will be the first number one to lose? Okay, so I say if San Diego State wins out, they're the overall, the number one overall. Uh, Well, they'll be a one seed. I you don't know if they'll be a number. You can't, I know. That's what I say. You if you're undefeated, you can't put anyone over if them, If they right? run the table and run the conference tournament, you cannot put any other team as number one overall. As much as I know that they're going to lose probably first, you have to put them at one overall. Because they yeah. haven't lost a game. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I say. They should be number one until they lose, which will be in the tournament. They're not going to lose, I don't think, any regular season. But it'll probably be Baylor or Kansas, whoever wins that Big 12 tournament. How many at-large teams make it? Because there's how many conferences? Like 20? Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of at-large then, right? Yeah. Because how does it work each, like after conference winners? Each conference tournament winner gets an automatic bid. That's the only automatic bids, right? Yeah. No regular season. Regular season conference titles don't matter. I mean, they're good for, like, prestige and stuff. Yeah. And then once all the conferences fill their automatic spots, then everyone else is at large. Because the Big Ten will have like four or five, maybe six teams. <sighs> Probably seven. 
Summit League. Summit League is one team. Is only gets one. Unless, Can they get two um, if they have like a really good? Okay, team? so my here's the scenario: Summit League could get two. Is if they had a team like San Diego State, like twenty, like so undefeated like, during the regular San season. San Diego State Conference could have two if someone else wins the tournament. Is it the only way? Well, I. Th- that's hard to say. Because like, what if a really bad team wins the, con- like the conference tournament? Oh well, that happens all the time. Like Gonzaga, like, like. St. Mary's beats Gonzaga in the conference tournament final. Gonzaga's getting in an, in an at-large bid, and then St. Mary's gets in automatically. Because what it's technically what sixty-eight teams now for yeah. the play-in games. I'm trying to see who the worst record teams are to make the tournament. In 2018, a 15 and 19 Texas Southern team made it because they won their. Conference yeah. tur- that's that's why I like the conference tournament thing. You win your conference tournament, you don't have to worry about anything. You're in. Yeah. The f- the worst ever record since they expanded was 11 and 18 FIU in 1995. <laughs> and out of all of these like worst record teams, all of them were first round exits. No one won a game. Nope. <laughs> Cuz they probably all put them at 16. Every team that's made it at 500 or less has won or lost first round cuz they I bet they were all 16 yeah. seeds. Most, most because likely. they can still they still get to seed those automatic bids. It's not like you get like the winner of the Big Ten tournament gets a one seed. Yeah, like they get to pick where you go. It's not like each conference has a seed determined for them. Even though most of the time the team that wins the Summit League gets a sixteen seed. Has the Summit League team ever won in the tournament? Um, I don't think so. Let's look. While you're looking, oh, oh, North Dakota State won the play-in game last year. Yeah, that's it. So they didn't get an automatic bid for winning. The no, tournament. they do. But that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's they, the they, automatic. They still get to okay. put you wherever they want. I and remember if, they lost to Duke. And the 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 play-in games are like the worst teams. That is the who the committee thinks are the worst teams. North Dakota State beat Oklahoma in 2014 in the tournament as a 12 seed. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then they lost to San Diego State. I remember that. And then. It's pretty much been North and South Dakota State. South Dakota State was a 12 seed in 2018. Didn't they lost? Didn't South Dakota State or one of them go to the Sweet 16 one year? I swear. Uh, not. Not for a while. The last like a Summit League team has only made it to the second round once in the last like 10 years. Hmm. O- well, Oakland used to be in the Summit League and they made it to the second round in 20 or 2005. But I'm rooting for the Summit League. In the tourney. Valparaiso used to be in the Summit League. Really? Valpo. And they made it to the Sweet 16 in 1998. All right, we have eight minutes left. It's a quick pick time. It's quick pick time. Well, last week we did pretty good. I'm still, dude, I'm running away with it. I went three and two, you went four and one. The only game you got wrong was, I think, what was it? I don't have it on here. It's on my hard drive. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) I'm running away with it. We got a lot of basketball this gotta week. Gotta catch me. We got a lot of basketball. I may have a chance. See now this game, this first game's gonna be hard to pick because you're gonna wanna pick away from Illinois. And then watch them win. Right. Because Illinois won't be ranked by the time this is played. Right. Uh but we should probably say who they're playing. Illinois oh, yeah. at Penn State. Currently okay, current rank at the time of this at the time of this show, number twenty two Illinois at number thirteen Penn State. I'm going with Penn State. They're one of the hottest teams in the country right now for me. <sighs> Give me Illinois. Ooh. Going bold here. I could I could afford to go 0 and five this week, couldn't I? <laughs> I, wow. Could. Wow. I could. Wow. Actually, yes. <laughs> I think. I could. Oh yeah, because oh we forgot to say what we are. I'm thirteen and twenty one. You're eighteen and sixteen. I could afford to go on five this week. <laughs> yeah, because I would have to get all mine right to tie it up. Yeah. Wow. And that's like the best case scenario right. for me. Um. So you said Illinois. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. They're gonna win now. I bet. Number twenty three Creighton at number eighteen Marquette. Marquette's been hot. Creighton, Creighton's got some big win, big wins over top ten teams though. Marquette just beat Butler a little while ago. Lost yeah. to Villanova. This is their third straight game against a ranked opponent. Give me Creighton. 
Give me the J's. Creighton. 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 What is Creighton's schedule looking like? What NBA legend went to Creighton? Doug McBuckets. Yep. <laughs> Doug McDermott. <laughs> um, Remember when he was supposed to Creighton. be the next big thing? They beat Villanova when they were number eight. They beat Seton Hall. Ooh. Yeah, that's why I'm taking the Jays. They're they're kind of on fire. The Creighton. They lost to Providence. Oh, see, Providence. Providence is that sneaky team. Yeah. And then they got Butler right after. They got to play Seton Hall still. I'm going to go. I'm just going to take Marquette. Boo. I'm going to go against you. All right. Another college basketball. Another team that probably won't be ranked later Ooh. today. Oh, LSU. Because yeah. they lost. Yeah. But we got current number 12 Kentucky at number 25 LSU. Give me the Wildcats. I'm going to take Kentucky on the road. Yeah, me too. No. Next, next thing, you might be confused this as to is why we're picking this, but here's why. I'll explain it. So we have 22-5 and five Furman at 23-4 and four East Tennessee State. These two teams are tied at the top of the Southern Conference. They are both 12-2 and two in the Southern Conference. So winner of this game takes the lead. <sighs> Knowing nothing about these teams, <laughs> I'm going to take the home team. Who is that? East Tennessee East State. East Tennessee State. Yep. Let's see if either team has a nice win. Furman lost to Auburn by three on the road. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, nothing really else. What about East Tennessee? They lost to Alabama, but East Tennessee, let's see. They lost to Kentucky by 12 on the road. They beat UT Martin, who Western played. I don't think Western beat them, did they? Mm-mm. Uh, they they lost to NDSU. Oh, wow! Oh no! <laughs> East Tennessee State <laughs> lost to NDSU. They beat LSU. Oh, I remember that. They beat LSU by eleven. Yeah, I'm taking East on Tennessee the road. State. I'm taking East Tennessee State. <laughs> but they last time they played Furman, they lost by nine. That was on but the road. But that was at Furman. Winner of this could possibly be in the tournament this year. <laughs> I'm gonna take Furman then. I'll take Furman. East. The Furman Paladins. What's the East Tennessee State? The Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool to learn about these weird teams. Yeah. Who else is in this conference? Wofford. Oh, Wofford. Chattanooga. VMI. See, I remember some of these teams from past tournaments. Yeah. It's like the Citadel. Go, the Citadel. <laughs> NBA, last game. We don't have much NBA because they don't start until Thursday. Yeah. So I... Every other game or every other game was like teams that were like opposite records. So yeah. I picked the closest record game I could find. Hornets at Bulls. Battle for the eight seed. Or right behind the eight seed. Right. Hornets eighteen and thirty six at Bulls, nineteen thirty six. I'm taking the Bulls. Do you remember last season when the Bulls were tanking, they said this was to get them in playoff contention and they had the exact same record? Yeah. As they did at this point last season? Didn't really work out for them. I'm gonna take the Bulls at home. I'm gonna take the Hornets. We picked opposite on every game. I told you. No, except Kentucky. Yeah, I told you. I was going for it. No games of the week this week because... That's on Fridays. Fridays. We have a couple we have extra a couple minutes. minutes. Wow. Do you want to talk about anything? Wow, this never happens. Um, we got two minutes. What's going on today? I don't know. Um, <laughs> any well, we basketball? can talk about what's coming up in the show. Like, what's coming up in the next few weeks? Well, we got NFL Draft, NFL Free Agency. March Madness. We'll Dude, do I'm so excited for March so, Madness. I think the playing games are on March 17th, which is a Tuesday. Spring that, break that, is... That, that, oh, yeah. Spring spring break is during uh, conference tournament week. I'll be here for some of it. You won't be? I'm leaving after our show on uh, Friday. So what? that's during what, conference tourneys? Yeah. So it's the week before March Madness? Yeah. I think that's early. Seems like usually, usually it's toward the, the end tournament of March. is during spring break. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll have to do that Monday before. We'll have to do like a a full March Madness special. Be on the, the lookout. We're gonna have a A and A at eight bracket uh, pool. Bracket pool. You on can put probably your, ESPN. Yeah, I'm gonna do like twenty brackets this year. <laughs> I always do like Dude, a, I always do so many. Last year I'll do I like did, my upset bracket. I'll do like my first like gut picks. You don't want to hear how many I did last year. Too many. I think I think I told you. I did like eight last year. I did I did a hundred. 
How long did that take? I just like I start I start doing them right after the pool is announced, and I do a couple every day. Cause ESPN only lets you do ten per account, so I made a bunch of accounts, <laughs> and I, I forgot all the alternate account so. ten. Yeah, uh, I always do a paper one too, just for the like. Oh yeah, the, yeah. it's like then you know it's real. Yeah, I always do at least one. Maybe like we'll do a paper one for this, and we'll post them. Oh no, you can only do you can only do twenty five per account. Oh, that's not bad. Also, there's only four accounts. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I have to remember all my logins. We might have to do like an official, like what if we did an official live paper bracket special? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we, we get like them and we just go over every game or, or like bring them. With we us. go over every game and just do our picks, kind of yeah. like we did for bowl games. Yeah, that would be cool. Well, we are now out of time. We just speculated about the future <laughs> of the show for a little bit, but we always w- good. We will be back on Friday. I am Austin Gillentine. And I'm Andrew Stevens. This has been 888 on 88.3 The Dog. We'll see you Friday. Have a good week, Macomb.